ever since I was a young boy by the age of five my mama said to me you will be the baddest man alive now I'm a man way past 21 and I believe you honey I'ma have lots of fun that's an M I spell A Boy. No B. That spell man. That spell man. follow a music act. <laughs> so true. But here at Live from the Dutch Hall, Canada's only late night talk show, we say fuck the rules. We're going to rock your balls off tonight. To try it out. Yeah. Then we're going to have a few drinks, maybe a smoke or two, and a lot of laughs. Hell yeah. And tonight's the perfect night for it, because we got in a drunken uncle, Norfolk's greatest rock duo. Hey! And we also have the greatest band in late night history, as you know. The Nocturnal Emissions, but there's only one way to get this show started, fellas. How's that, Peter? That's a little thing we call the theme song around here. Thank you. 
lights out. Welcome everybody to Live from the Dutch Hall. We are Canada's only late night talk show. Fuck yeah, we are. And the greatest podshot, the greatest podshot to ever come out of a pool. Pastor. Rolls off your tongue. What? But we are. And we are that way because we have the greatest band in Canadian late night history, the Nocturnal Emissions, this week comprised of a super group. Beside him, we have Steve the Reluctant German, Waving and Willie. And the balls that are not doing missions this week is right where they should be between the legs of Whiskey West Higgins, everyone. And tickling the skins, it's not our French tickler this week. No, it isn't. We've got in a guest tickler. He's from Drunken Uncle Costa Chapsis is here, everyone. And beside him, playing the weight of uh, lead guitar and vocals, shredding it up. Shredding Second time in the Dutch Hall here, Dylan Cunningham is here, everyone. And our director here, our director cannot be ignored. Paul, stop ignoring yourself. There you are right there. He's our director. He used to be our bartender, but I'm slinging the duty tonight. And you know what he is? He's a really great guy. Paul Van Dyke is here, everyone. Let's hear it for him. And there's a tickler. You're saying, look at the tickler. He's still here. Why is he here? Not on his his familiar drum kit. It's because the French tickler this week is playing the role of our technical lead. Fuck Chambers. Chambers. And not only that, he rocks a hell of a popcorn bowl, ladies. (laughs) Let him shake you up. It's the French tickler, Ken Belanger. Let's hear it for him. Paul, you want to do this? Now! Wait, 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 one second, one second. One more time, go. And now, introducing your host from live from the Dutch Hall. Toot time! Toot time! Residence Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. Yay! That's how you open a show, everybody. <laughs> Paul, I thought you nailed it this week. I thought you really nailed it. You know what? Shazma did it last week. And Shazma, did you he, hear him? Yeah, I thought it was great. Struggled at the beginning. I'll tell you, he was a little bit of the butterflies, I thought, because he was he was wearing a lot of hats last week, yeah. Shazma. He had to be the super fan. He had to be the bartender. He had to be the announcer. He had to be the guest. The beef person? The, yeah, the beef person. That's not easy shoes it's to fill. A lot fill. of pressure. Yeah. And you've seen the people try to fill in for you, Paul, when you're not here, and they don't, they don't necessarily do it with ease all the time like sometimes you we really miss you because it's not easy to say norpac <laughs> the beef people yeah that seems like it should be easy but you get it easily if I, every time i say norpac the beef people it just rolls off paul's tongue see how it, it works so easy yeah yeah a little question there the beef well, people yeah <laughs> what about when someone else says it when, when someone else says norpac the beef people what about when i say norpac <laughs> you got no, nope. fucking nothing. no power. No, no power. No I got pull. no talent. <laughs> no. It does not work. You're not saying it right. I am. Leviosa. We found that. <laughs> we found that feedback has has uh, it has multiple uh, powers. It's not just me that has that power. Michael, you can say it, right? Can you I? did last week. No, not last Try week. It. Or two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, last week you were doing something different. Yeah, I did. Fe- <laughs> yeah. Different kind of feedback. <laughs> yeah. 
Worked again. You yeah, did it, not weird. me. That's weird. You did it, not me, because so, you're the band leader. Oh, that's why I have the power. But Michael, it leads me into this great thing. The, the listening <laughs> audience, you brought it up, and now I can't ignore it. The listening audience has to know, has to know. Last week you missed our show. I did. It was the sweet, sweet Kelly. You're, you're not your betrothed, but you're soon to be betrothed. Fiance. Your fiance. <laughs> Talk about is, something that it, it, I really want to say it, but it's, it's like weird. I'd just rather say wife. Yeah, it's a lot easier than fiance. Yeah. You don't have to be a fancy like. Exante goo. I don't need an yeah. You don't need an exante goo to say wife. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a wife or Wi-fi. something. Wife. Yeah. Wi-Fi. I have to ask wifi. Kev, yeah, Wi-Fi. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, for, Kev's our French correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Wee 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 wee. I'm the bartender tonight too. Tabernacle, cocksucker. Like a beer. Get me a warm fifty. Give me a warm 50. <laughs> um, so, yet last week you missed our program. And, Michael, you say, you've said to me many times, and it's happened once this year, mm-hmm. you, you do not like to miss two programs in a row. That is why I'm here. Right. I and thought I might miss this one, but yeah. I made it. Last, last week, no questions asked. You had, a, oh, yes. you had your, your fiance's birthday. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, my friend, are well, you know you're well uh, out of your league with your, with your fiance. Yeah, understandably. Yeah. Well, that's why you asked her to marry her. If you you would not ask a girl who was within your ability to get to marry you, exactly, you would ditch her as quickly as you put your penis in her, right? Not too easy. <laughs> too to easy. marry a girl of your attractiveness <laughs> that you could get with your looks and and intelligence and skill set and charm, <laughs> she would be horrible, right? <laughs> horrible looking woman. But I don't know about horrible. <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry, Michael. <laughs> Right here. You got Kelly, though, is what I'm yeah, saying. You yeah. wouldn't get a girl of Kelly's caliber. No, knocked it out of the park on that one. No, you went above and beyond, is That's what right. I'm saying. You you know, your girls, I'm saying these girls are probably <laughs> nice girls you could get. They're probably fine in their own way. They Subpar. Have ni- nice personalities on these girls. Good smiles. But what you got is a full package. Oh, Be- yes. Beauty, intelligence, <clears throat> hard work, loving, all this stuff. You So it's her birthday. Yep. And you're saying, I don't care about my commitment to the life in the Dutch Hall and being part of the greatest. Uh, That's right. You know, you, you're going to. For you're that gonna, week, I'm out. You're like, this is day is more important. <laughs> Kelly needs to be serviced and pleasured and given the all the pleasures that you would expect from uh, settling for you. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. I got to keep, uh, <laughs> keep the standards high. So, Like, I can do this. Right, right. So you are at home last week, last Thursday. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, I'll switch. I'd switch spots with you in a second. Yeah, and I can I can tell the jealousy in your voice. Oh yeah, I'm sitting here hosting a podcast with Shazma, right? <laughs> and you're sitting there like God knows what you're in for, like what you can see with your eyes, feel with your hands, like et cetera, et cetera. I know I'm being a gentleman here. Yeah, don't you wish you knew? The smells, tastes, sounds, and mm. touches, and all that stuff. I just can only imagine. It's pretty special. You know? This is a birthday party. Yep. <laughs> But Michael, I gotta tell you, I gotta ask you a question personal. This is not on the show. Just as like side, between you and us. On the side. Yeah. <laughs> Just if it was my if, if if I was if it was my wife's birthday, right? Mm-hmm. And I have to pleasure her, right? I'll do that. But then like eventually you get yours, right? Eventually, you get your yours. Birthday. Like you're not just gonna like it's her birthday, so you want to make sure you give her everything she wants because it's her birthday. You can't be selfish, right? No, I'm 100 uh, percent not selfish. Not selfish. All, at all. It's all about her. All right, but eventually you get yours, right? Huh? Huh? Well, I think that she is, uh, <laughs> she's overwhelmingly uh, beautiful, and uh, it's just going to happen eventually anyways. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I can't help it. 
Well, you know what? I think that what you're saying, Michael, if I'm hearing you correctly, <laughs> is that uh, her pleasure is your pleasure. That's exactly right. And that that you worded it better than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad we can work this out. Hey, that's what the chief lady was talking about. You gotta like, uh, you gotta, uh, you gotta like, uh, uh, like uh, hit on your girls. Like, oh, yeah. Just because you're in a monogamous, long-term relationship for the rest of your life with this woman, <laughs> doesn't mean that you have Forever. to, that you have to like uh, not put in the effort to really like uh, curl her toes, as Aaron. As yeah, no, I'm looking forward to uh, trying to chase that well, once for you the rest married. of my life yeah yeah, yeah. it's good man it's okay I'm, to I have that on a little yeah. uh, little carrot eh? yeah. you gotta you gotta like wine and diner and like really try to romance her jane told me the other day she she educates me all the time about women and she said to me the other uh, day um uh maybe um you know just like rubbing your dick into me at like 12 30 <laughs> at night when i gotta wake up <laughs> at six isn't the best not the foreplay best. you know no. she said that's not the best foreplay and I said, you know, that's great to know, because then I won't. Next time, I'll, like, uh, rub your back an hour earlier. <laughs> Whatever I got to do is what I'm saying. I'll go the extra mile, Michael. That's right. Anyways, I don't know why I got to talk about this. You seem like you got it all under control. Yeah, She no, was, was pleased. I, I, I assume she was pleased. Success. Yeah. She, she didn't complain. No complaints. Uh, st we're still getting married. So, so it was a, that's got to be a success. I think everything went well. Yeah, I don't know. I just uh, I said, you know what? Fuck those guys. It's all about you. Ouch. And I uh that's that's where it was. I'll go next week. And then tonight also you were you you almost missed tonight because yep. of uh hockey. Yep. Which is my other love. Because this is a Norfolk County there's a lot of people it's, in it's Norfolk. It's a big weekend, yeah. Get ready to drink people if you're playing the Norfolk County drinking right. game. Listen to this. Grab a beer or a shot. Cuz <laughs> we're going to talk about some local shit right now. In the little town of Langton. Yeah, little town of Langton, Ontario. They have a thing called the Six Pack Tournament every year. Mm. Is this correct? This is like hockey. But it's not like hockey. Regular hockey rules, ice hockey, the Americans would call it. Yeah, throw the house out the window. Right? This is not those rules of hockey. This is a different sport altogether. Yeah. Played like hockey. Oh, it's, yeah. Same rules of hockey. You're dressed in the same hockey gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're on a hockey you, rink. You're trying to score in the net. Same amount of players. But uh, you don't, well, you don't have lines. You just have one line. You don't come off the ice. So it's like endurance it's hockey. Two 10-minute periods. Um, no, no subs at all on the bench? Well, see, I'm uh, 35 plus now, so right. now we get a sub. <laughs> a Once sub. you get over 35, you get a sub. Oh, okay. Did you have to get a new guy in your team this year then to get a sub? I, I'm the new guy. Last year. I, was, I qualified last year. Oh, okay. So, but I thought you played with this six pack team since you were in young, too. Oh, no, 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 no. This nay, is nay, 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 nay. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm second year on this new uh, championship yeah. team. But you're, so now you're in the Old Timers League. Yeah. This is a different story altogether. Now you're in Langton Old Timers That's League. That's right. Now I know there's a team in Langton called the Langton Thunderbirds. Is that correct? Uh, used to be. They're not there Incorrect. anymore? Incorrect. Yeah, it was the junior team. Not They're no longer exist. No, Old Birds. Yeah, Old Birds. Yep. That's what I'm talking about, the Old Birds. Yeah, they exist. Where they still exist? Yeah. And they, they run the tournament. Oh, they do? The Old Birds? Uh, are, yeah, I think the Old Birds are the Norfolk Old Timers, whatever they're called. Yeah, I, I heard of a, I heard of this team was playing the old birds, right? <laughs> nice Monday night. I think it was my brother-in-law, Jeff Ball, was playing with a Waterford team, and they were playing the old birds. And they said, he goes, he couldn't believe it. Because, you know, people chirp on the bench where they're, like, uh, yelling at the other team to get them off their game or whatever. Well, uh, the old birds were just kept yelling at their own team. <laughs> like, they were just, like, hacking on their own team the whole time so hard that they were making the other team laugh so much, like how much they're hacking on their own guys, Typical right? Typical Langton, yeah. Yeah. 
And they got great nicknames, too, on that team. I remember at the time that this was, this is years ago. I don't know if they still have these guys on the team. Oh, probably. Uh, Dink and Toots? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Dink the was old there. boys. <laughs> All those guys are still on the team, even Toots? <laughs> they have a guy named Toots. I think that's part of it, right? You just play, like, that's your that's your uh, night out for the week. So yeah. hang out with the boys, play a little hockey, and I think it's more about the social aspect after. But Langton nicknames is what I'm saying is they're not meant to bring you up. No, they put you right down. <laughs> Like, it's all about making fun of each other. Like Dink is Dink has a nickname. Dink goes to the nicest guy on the team. <laughs> His nickname is Dink. Yeah, this is this is a, this, one of the nicest family men that's, that lives in the whole town, Langton, right? And his name is Dink. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And Toots is just the greatest nickname ever for a dude. Probably just a big burly old guy. <laughs> no, he's not actually. You know who Toots is? I'll tell you after. I don't want to put his name. I don't want to put his name out there. But yeah, Toots, it's the greatest nickname because it was given to him by his, his teammates. And it's the most uh, masculine nickname because it's, it's something that a woman would be offended by, right? If you call a woman Toots, she ain't going to be happy about that, is she, Dylan? Hey, Toots. Depends where you go, man. <laughs> oh, like yeah. calling her abroad. Back in the right. day. Yeah, like right? the, You go to the Malibu, that's, toots, that's you think foreplay, toots, man. That's toots foreplay. would get you places at the Malibu? Toots. Wow. Toots. Just need a toots. Hey, Toots. So, broad is not. Let me, let me see that squid. If you're <laughs> Yeah, I don't think broad's going to work uh, ever, no, no. right? Whore never works. These broads. In the same time, it was like these broads. <laughs> Whore has never worked for me Whore, so yeah. far. <laughs> Keep on what, trying. What about uh, so chick? What about chick? You call them chick, or do you talk about them and refer to them as chick? No, like if I was talking to What's up, chick? to a girl and I would be like, uh, you're a really cool chick. Oh, uh, yeah. No, yeah. That's, that's all right. You just that's called her cool. cool. I that's was with, cool. how about if I said I was, uh, uh, um, who are you talking to? And I'm like, I'm talking to this chick over here. Well, you know? then it's not about her, so she's not so upset, at the very least. All right. I'm calling her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know that's one. That one, has, that Karen? one has really mixed response. There it is. Yeah. Really mixed response. We even had. <laughs> you know, we made a promise to one of our listeners that we would say that last, and I think we pulled that off. Yeah, it's been pretty clean. Did they yeah. write? Did they write in to like, please stop saying cunt so much? They yeah. said that they would listen. Or no, it was a girl that listens to our show. <laughs> um, she's a super fan, and she talked to her boss. Said you should listen to Life in the Dutch Hall. It's a good show. <laughs> And then she says, I would listen to the show every week if you guys would just stop saying cunt so much. Oh. And it's then, two. Uh, yeah, Netflix. so much. It's actually four. Up in counting. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Have we said? Yeah. Yeah. It really took <laughs> well, off. You there. lost her. <laughs> Who Kevin, is that? Kevin, oh, she right. just turned it off. Oh, yeah. That's. <laughs> how do we do four cunts already? Is <laughs> that five? Yeah, I knew that oh. was going to surprise everyone. Gosh, darn it. Yeah. Five times. We are really on a roll of cunts now. Six. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to call this show Roll of Cunts. <laughs> Roll of Cunts with Drunken Uncle <laughs> is the greatest. Uh, iTunes is never going to put that up. <laughs> Can I do Roll of Cunts anymore? What are we up to now, Kevin? You still counting? Nine. Ah, yes. Nine, We're going to break nine, a record nine, on this good. show, yeah. She's writing you right now. Figures the German said 999. Did you see that? We don't even need the soundboard anymore. <laughs> we just have a German in the band. You can say it every time. Yeah, it's quite a, quite a hoot nanny down in Langton, though. Yeah, this weekend. quite a hoot nanny. So yeah. the, you just go on there. How I long like are the games? The you Royal, can't go Royal Gala. One period of Langton. Well, it's like a half. So yeah, twenty minutes in a normal game, but this game, people are like two tens. He keeling over ten minutes in. How many periods do you play though? Two. Two ten two, minutes. Yeah, it's like two halves. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a half an hour game. Yeah, half and uh, and uh, by the end of it. Uh, you're exhausted. Oh, you're, you know, you're like five minutes in. You're exhausted. You gotta end up playing a different game, though, don't you? Yeah, it's a possession game. That's Did Mike, you win? Mike Babcock. Yeah, we won three nothing. 
Oh, yeah. okay, it was good. all worth it. Yeah, it was all worth it then. Yeah. Because if you wouldn't have, it would be humiliating. Yeah, Especially if, if old Dink and Toots beat you. <laughs> right? Yeah, hopefully even they don't get the best of us. Yeah, but it, it really is something. Like, people come from... There's a lot of, like, young guys and, uh, like, guys out of junior hockey and stuff that come from London, Hamilton, Cambridge, all over. Really? Got buddies down this way, have played hockey with guys this way, and they hear about this tournament. Like, it's been like this for, I don't know how many years. I want to say 20 years at least. Where do they stay? To other buddies. Like, they drink all weekend. It's a great time. Oh, they come down to see their friends in Langton. And then they hang out and yeah, they with the country hockey. boys, and they just tear it up. Oh, that's the best. Yeah. That's the mean you don't need hotels down here. No. You just have you just to know stay somebody. Over. That's yeah. right. They all know somebody that. That's why there's no homeless people in Norfolk County. because because yeah, everybody's got a buddy. That's Everyone right. can yeah. find a yeah, my buddy. And oh, hey, yeah, my fucking buddies, buddies yeah. with this guy. has got a place that I can fucking stay, man. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. There's one homeless guy in Delhi, but, like, everyone's asked him to stay on the couch. But he just uh, likes the bridge. Yeah, and he gets free uh, subs in the morning, the, the buns. Oh, really? Yeah, because he helps bring them in. So he gets a nice bun every day. Really? Yeah. And that's all right. Yeah, he used to go. Too bad. And free cigarette from the ashtrays in town. Mm -hmm. Hanging out. There's a Toonie lady in Simcoe. I don't think she has a home. Toonie lady? Yeah. Is that the one? Is she home? Is she the one that looks like she's she's old, but she dresses really young? Is that the same lady? I think so. Yeah, she pushes a shopping cart often. Like, is she really small? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. She has no home? I mean, you know, looking at her. Yeah, probably. It's funny in the home. small, like our small towns that we like everybody knows. Like, oh yeah, that like that's that you one. Know, that you know person. the homeless people, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You actually know who. Yeah, you know who they are oh, by name. Sure. You know, <laughs> you can name them and you could say like, yeah, I've talked to him lots of times. Asked him what he's doing under the bridge, and he just keeps saying hey, it's warm under there. He likes it. <laughs> Get off his ass, right? He's choosing to live a, a free life. That is a that is a free life though. To yeah, be truly 100%. like. Yeah, like that is the boat, the freest you can live. Wash a couple windows. Hopefully that gets you through the week. You're really just trying to like get through the next day and just find food and go on and like that. Like there's a certain piece of me that kind of like like envies that kind of lifestyle. <laughs> you want to try it out? The freedom of being like like nothing, like homeless, like you have no responsibilities, just like wandering through with like one of those sticks with the handkerchief <laughs> on the back of it. The hobo pack. The hobo pack? It's not that glamorous. I was going to say. Yeah. It doesn't sound that it? great. Have you done it? No, but it's like no, I'll speak for them. Okay. It's like backpacking, right? I thought it was fun, but you, it's nice to know you have a home to go back to. Right? right. That's the thing. Backpacking has an expiry date. Expiry date, yeah. <laughs> yeah right? Then you go back home to mom's couch. and. Yeah, the, 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 the hopelessness of not having someone to go back to and just doing that forever <coughs> would probably end up being a short-lived life for, for me. Mm. I would probably end up uh, just... Jumping in front of a subway or something, right? Saying cunt, you'd probably end up saying cunt a lot more than you already do. Oh, just like uh, like with a twitch. Yeah. <laughs> cunt, 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 cunt. Piss, piss is another good one. Piss. Yeah, no, and piss is actually uh, uh, pretty like PG. Yeah, it's by today's standards. Yeah, absolutely. In, in what would you like accept a kid? Like a, if you had a ten-year-old, what's the worst word you could say where you don't say like hey hey easy? Steven? probably ass. Hmm. I don't know. Bitch. Bitch, I think, is like, that's, a, that's, that's the top. Depends. For a 10-year-old? Yeah. Or like, sh- like, if. Hell? Hell, hell that ain't nothing. <laughs> if, uh, all right, I'll get, let me, get, let me no. give you an example. A 10-year-old is like, stubs her toe and goes, shit. What do you do? Do you laugh or mm. do you go, 
Did Come you, on. The 10 year old's using it correctly, so I would just uh, be like, uh, you know, I have no issues with that. I have a 10 year old that would say, fuck! Absolutely. Right? Stubbed us. So. Yeah. That and, one I have to have. It's properly used. Properly. It is properly yeah. used, though. It's where someone says, like, when you know when kids are trying it out and they're using it wrong, like, they're like, uh, you know, like, I remember when I got in trouble in grade three, um, one of my friends was, like, yelling at the, or uh, using swear words, and I thought it was really cool. And then I, I just remembered uh, saying, like, asshole bitch. Like, I just was, like, throwing out asshole bitch, you know, like a combination of words that didn't really make sense. I didn't know how to use it properly. Uh, so, like, that what I would want to correct my kid, you know, and say, like, you know, come on, don't be an idiot, you know, use some real good. Yeah, use it right. All you have to say is fuck the right way, and then everything works out, right? right? Use it right or don't use it at all. Yeah. That's, it shouldn't be that's a, what you need to be teaching your kids. Right. But use it's it right so easy to use. Yeah, you could run around saying asshole bitch all day, but... <laughs> it's not going to be It's not, not going to be as good. for you. You know what I liked uh, when I was a kid? We used dickweed. Have you ever mm-hmm. called a guy a dickweed? dickweed. Yeah, lots of dickweed. Yep. Yeah, I, I know I a few dickweeds. Yeah, dickweed was a good one. Uh, <laughs> and uh, like uh, uh, pot liquor... My dad used pot liquor a lot. Have you ever heard that one? Yep. You dirty pot liquor. <laughs> I like that one. It's like he's you're such a dirty scoundrel that you just lick pots. <laughs> he's like walking around. It's funny because you question yourself after you, like, you get called that. Yeah. Like, what, what is that? Am I a pot, pot liquor? liquor? <laughs> yeah, I'm like you're pots. like a raccoon at a campsite? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty like derogatory thing to call a person as a pot racist. liquor. racist. Yeah, it almost yeah. sounds racist, but I don't know which race. <laughs> that's the best part. Yeah, <laughs> you never yeah, kind of get lost in it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know which race looks pots, but they all do it. <laughs> Those fuckers. <laughs> we <laughs> blanket racism against yeah. an unknown race. <laughs> unknown race. <laughs> it's what we support at the Dutch yeah, Hall. We're pretty good at that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we should do this segment we call feedback. <laughs> We got feedback. Uh-oh. Oh, it's a double. We got feedback. It's feedback. Motherfucking feedback. Motherfucking feedback. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everyone. This week's uh, segment is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. If you go to our website, livefromthedutchhall.com, and click on our Amazon banner, as long as those uh, ad blockers are off, you're going to get to do your... Uh, uh, shopping, you can buy anything at Amazon, and then we're gonna get a little bit of money, and then we use that money to make the show better, and then that then it gets better and better, and you get to have better entertainment, and then it goes forward, etc. So That's do right. it, do you know, it. You know what I was shopping on Amazon for the other day? What was it, Michael? A Dutch bike for my sweet sweet. Oh, a little Dutch oh, bike. Oh yeah, it's from Holland. Oh, a rack on the back. A step in. Oh, you could go for a travel with that. I, I couldn't find one. They, it takes too long to ship in. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, yeah, go to the one. There's a place just outside of Port Ryerson. Yeah, that's what I keep hearing. I'm like, okay. That's where he bought ours. Me and Jane yeah. Jane got a nice set of his and See, hers Dutch bikes. At the Dutch Hall, you nice. learn. Mm-hmm. That's right. what I like. About Dutch products. Port Ryerson. Yeah, about Dutch products. Even. Yeah, Port Ryerson, drink. Excellent. And for those of you who aren't drunk yet, let's just do a few names in town. <laughs> Blaney. <laughs> uh, let's do, we have, what's one we haven't done in a while? Let's do uh, Walsh. Mm, nice. Oh, old standard walls, yeah. Is it the old like that. standard? That's a well, it's a nice one. It's got a church and a school. Home of warriors. Schools. Yeah, a couple schools. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a good one. Oh, Rhineland. Rhineland. Shout out to Rhineland. Thanks, yes. Jane. There we go to the people in Rhineland. There we go. <laughs> Drink it up. That's what I was looking for. Anyways, we we uh, also have to talk about uh, Van Dyke Party Services. Mm-hmm. This time of year, we're talking spring cleaning people. 
You're going to have to get your spring cleaning done. Get the rakes out. The weather's going to change. You're going to have to do your yard work. Clean up uh, winter's awful mess. That's, That's a terrible job. Mm. But you know what's going to make it better? Giving us an email at livefromthedutchhall.gmail.com and asking us that, to hire uh, Van Dyke Party Services. We will send you between 5 and 29 Van Dyke First Cousins in bright yellow jackets, and I guarantee you're going to have a time of your life. And all it's going to cost you is $100 of cold hard cash plus all of our expenses, which will be dear. Oh, yes. I'm warning you. And if you're not 100% satisfied that you've had the time of your life hanging out with me and my cousins, we will return that $100, but those expenses have run through our bodies and potentially yours. Van Dyke Party Services. Don't live your life in regret. Are brought to you by our great friends and primary sponsors at Clean Flow. Clean Flow. And Dave Charters is not here today. You want to know uh, why? Because he's scared. He is. He's lewed himself into a corner. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he tries to go for the door, he slips on his honey goo and he falls down. He's just sliding around on the ground like a greased pig right now. In a circle, like, you know, just, gr- just on a... Honey gooed up Continuous floor. Continuous loop. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> For God's sakes, Charters, tape it and put it online. We want to see it. <laughs> Fucking pot liquor. <laughs> what a pot liquor, Charters. <laughs> and you know what? The last sponsor we got to mention is our good friends at Yarmy Electric. Yarmy Electric, uh, I got to tell you, actually, uh, Derek and his crew were actually in my house today. What? And I'm not even I'm not even kidding you at all. They're in my house today. They're doing a fantastic job. And you're saying, Pete, you you fucking uh, hypocritical bastard. <laughs> Just all about to say of the these fuck? weeks of telling me how busy your cousin is. I'm like, you mind your own fucking business, people. <laughs> you mind your own business. I got stuff to wire up. And the army did a great job of it. But you know what? He was frazzled. He didn't have time for me at all. He was frazzled. What he did was he ended up working around the clock to fit in us because of all the great sponsorship we gave him, right? Mm. What kind of sponsorship have you given, you old lady with a friggin' flickering toaster or lights or whatever you got that's sparking in your kitchen? (laughs) You got nothing. Leave my cousin alone. He's got enough business. He doesn't need yours. And you know what else? Maybe this guy can have a bit of time to just put his his, uh, private parts into his wife like a gentleman. You know what else he needs, Pete? Slumber. Oh, I never even thought about that. I've been out with him this week, and he needs a bit of slumber. Yeah, he does. You know, you want to know why? It's the only time he doesn't smoke cigarettes. <laughs> exactly. Is when, is when he's sleeping. <laughs> and for God's sakes, if we could just get him to sleep more, we could maybe save the man's life. <laughs> Derek, our Yarmy Electric, if we don't get it right the first time, we'll get it right the second time. And if we don't get it right the second time... You can go fuck yourself. Give me a smoke. <laughs> <laughs> so we only have actually one piece of feedback... So it's going to be a nice short segment. Hmm. And uh, we ask everyone every week. We say you can go to us uh, live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. You can go on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn, fucking whatever else they make up. We'll go on it so you can give us a message. There's so many ways to give us a message. But this week, people listened to Shazma's episode last week. They said, eh, I don't want to say nothing. (laughs) Except for. Yeah, we've had such a good run of people that are giving us feedback. And this week, only one lady, and she is. The lady who is, to be honest, I think she's taking the place of the now deceased Haitian dwarf. Oh. R.I.P., you poor dead little man. What up, buddy? There's only, because the last time he said he left feedback about a month ago. And he has been AOL. And every time when you think of a little person and you think you haven't heard from him a bit, you think his poor little ticker's uh, probably giving up on him or whatever. They have liver problems like Gary Cuomo. What do they have? I don't know. Psoriasis? Psoriasis? Isn't that what it is? 
What did Gary Coleman, like, why was he so short? I don't know. I, I don't was, know why he was short. I was thought you were asking why they get sick. Oh, why, they why, they, sick? why did little people die? Brain damage. What? Hitting their head on shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, wouldn't it be for giants? <laughs> no, that'd be for giants. Yeah, that'd, that'd that be was for fucking giants. <laughs> yeah. That's opposite. I guess that would be for giants. They would die in a flood, but it would only be like a. It wouldn't yeah, be like in a, flood. a real in flood. In the, Br- the Branford flood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Branford, right? They died in the Branford flood. I'm like, how sure was he? It wasn't Nobody that bad. To hold him up. I fucking. By the way, I signed the new lease on my my new place because I just moved to Branford the day after. At what part in the, the flood? In the flood zone? No, thankfully not. But Branford. Fuck man, I was like. Mm. But fuck man. But fuck man. But fuck man. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Do <laughs> we need a new theme song for every time somebody goes, but fuck, man? <laughs> we have the butthole song. <laughs> we, we, anyways, we got one piece. We got to go to this lady. She's the new Haitian dwarf. She's the cheese lady oh. from Delhi. We got to check on the cheese lady. She was not at all. Dave took liberties with her as far as I was concerned last week, saying that she was looking at his bum. No, she's not. But she, she, I don't think she was at all. Anyways, uh, we have a, a, a super fan. She gave us a cheese tray with meat on it and everything last week and gherkins. I was kind of pissed I missed it. A nice gherkin, Michael. You when I saw the it. name of the episode, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus she really Christ. spoiled you. She was doing it just for you, Michael, and you weren't here. I blew it. Well, we, we loved it. I had other pleasures. You blew it, all right. You guys got the smoked Gouda on a Shazma episode? Yeah. yeah. Fucking luckiest dude on the <laughs> planet Earth he is. Yeah. Ah, he's got, yeah. he's got Shaz- a jacket. Shazma's got great timing. Yeah. Great timing. No one's ever denied his timing. Anyways, this is what the cheese lady said this week. She said, happy Easter to the Dutch Hall. Jane, hide your peanut butter from the boys. You don't need that negativity in your life. That negativity. You know, I don't understand that, what she means by that. Because, like, we were talking about peanut butter. <laughs> if you weren't listening to last week's show, we were talking about, like, animals. Like, uh, it, let's say we were talking about charters. Like, he was in the bathroom, right? He was making I don't know why he was in the bathroom. <laughs> what if? But he was, like, on, he was trying to, he's a busy man, right? So charters, like, what if charters was just sitting on the toilet making a peanut butter sandwich for his kids or whatever for the lunches? <laughs> For his kids, he's yeah. trying to like yeah. double for his up, kids, yeah. right? Just got another shower, right? Totally so naked. he's he's busy. He's got to do a lot of things <laughs> at once. That's right. So Charles gets up and he's uh, he, he trips over his pants when he's trying to pull them up, falls backwards into his peanut butter jar. His, <laughs> his ass is all covered in peanut butter. <laughs> his dog runs in, just happens to smell it, or I don't know what he did with it. Why the dog was there, but the dog saw that Dave's ass up in the air. He's pulling the peanut butter jar off and then starts licking it before Dave can even tell the dog to stop. Dave's blowing ropes of cum all over his uh, <laughs> his uh, his his bathroom. That was the scenario we painted last week, right? Now somehow out of that, the cheese lady had suggested negativity. Out of all of that, neg- that's what she gleaned out of that. Yeah, negativity. Can really? you believe that? Sounds like Dave was pretty happy. That sounds like a pretty positive experience. <laughs> the dog was happy. Dave was happy. <laughs> yeah, man. Both parties were happy. The kids had good sandwiches. Yeah, kids got their sandwiches. <laughs> so let's go down the list. 
The dog got peanut butter. The yeah. dog got to lick some ass. We know dogs yeah. like to lick ass. Yeah, even their own. Charter's got his ass licked. That yeah. probably doesn't happen very often. No, and the results of that, no, you can say he might not have liked it, but he came ropes on the <laughs> fucking... Exactly, on, on the, the shower on the, curtain. Yeah, on the shower curtain. That's a, that's pretty good evidence he enjoyed himself. So oh, everyone, yeah. as far as I'm concerned, the, that's a positive experience. Shoot ropes on the brush silver handles. <laughs> <laughs> we asked for pewter. <laughs> I like to jizz on pewter. <laughs> oh, this is great when Charles doesn't show up. <laughs> uh, uh, so, what are we talking about? Is that in for feedback? Oh, no, she's not done. Anyways, I don't think that's negativity, it's positivity. Jane, hide it if you want to. I don't know what you girls are cooking up on us. Don't take away our joy in life, is what I'm saying. Hashtag listening in Dalhai, and I'm always on the run, but I'm not looking at your bum. And by yours, she must mean charters is because we nailed it, man. I would never suggest that she be looking at my bum. Accurate lyrics. Yes. By the way, Teresa, I saw you at the trivia last night, and I sorry I didn't get a chance to say hello, but I wanted to get the heck out of there. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, see you later. So actually, <laughs> for those of you who are in Dalhai, if you're looking for good cheese, go to the second most in Dalhai. Thanks, Teresa, for the feedback. <laughs> And you can give it to us in all those ways online, and so we will read read it online next week. Um, by the way, the next few shows coming up are pretty uh, are booked. I uh, just wanted this would be the time we should promote them. Sure. Uh, next week we have uh, who the fuck is next week? Uh, who could it be? Oh, I don't have anyone booked next week. Sorry. <laughs> Bailed today. <laughs> Two weeks from now we have uh, Diesel, we have Diesel dog. Dogs. Ooh, nice. Yeah. And then we have those the are co- our boys, man. Yeah. Yeah. Love those guys, yeah. Oh yeah, you know those guys, yeah. Well, next Thursday, I'm jamming with with Ryan, the keyboardist. Oh awesome. cool, yeah. For a jazz project. Cool. This is yeah, great. The there small, we go. small there world, go. right? And then so they're coming in a couple weeks, and then uh, we have uh, Brandon McIntosh, Woo! Tyler Shazma, and potentially another guest, which I haven't booked yet, to talk conspiracy theories the week after that. Ooh, nice. And then after It'll that. Be a good one. I don't have anything booked. And then we have NHL, uh, former Toronto Maple Leaf, Nathan Parrott. Will be oh, coming sweet. On uh, May the 10th. I will not be whip- missing that what? one. Yeah, that'll be during playing. Cl- not, not yet. Not yet. You've yeah. been the greenhouse. Yeah, the greenhouse. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Nathan Parrott will be coming in, and he's going to be promoting his podcast. Cool. And uh, so that'll be good. So we got a bunch of stuff coming up uh, in the next few weeks. So keep listening and watching Life in the Dutch Hall. That's it. Yeah. Fucking done. So this is finally our time where we get to introduce our great guests. They're gonna open. A, they're gonna uh, open up with a song. It is. Uh, uh, this is the second time uh, Dylan's been in. He was in once before with the the Jesse Murphy trio, and you would notice he would be the person on drums then. Mm-hmm. This time he is playing his uh, his native instrument, shredding of guitar, guitar. with uh, his compadre Acosta Chastis. They call themselves Drunk Uncle. And their song they're going to play in is called Take This Hammer. Anything else you want to say about it? Nope. All right. Play. But without greater ado, let's hear a Drunken Uncle.
take this hammer Drunken yeah. Uncle, everybody. Super rock. Fuck yeah. Yeah, super rock. That's how you do <laughs> you it. say raw. Yes. Oh, that too. <laughs> super rock. Super raw, dog. <laughs> Good job, fellas. Thanks, man. Yeah, so like last, I was saying, uh, Dylan, you were in last time with Jesse Murphy Trio, and we talked a little bit about you. You were at the, you went to the uh, other Berkeley. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, of music. Music and, college, yeah. And you actually, in uh, Boston, right? Yeah. 
And then, and you studied, you actually studied more of the stringed instruments, correct? I did. Yeah. And then, but you were playing drums for the Jesse Murphy Trio. Mm -hmm. And then now, so now you're, so you, you're obviously, and then uh, Costa, you were saying that you were jamming with the uh, uh, Diesel Dogs in the next couple of days. Uh, no, like the, um, yeah, like the keyboardist slash singer. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, a few of them sing, but the keyboardist. Willow? Um, Ryan. Ryan. Oh, Ryan. Okay. I'm jamming with Ryan next Thursday for Willa a jazz plays project. Willow plays trombone. trombone, right? Yeah. And like yeah, mandolin. Yeah, and and yeah, yeah, mandolin. He does a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. crazy, yeah. He's got all the auxiliary instruments down, so he yeah. has, always has a job. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's like you tell my daughter because she's picking up all these instruments all the time, and I'm like, uh, yeah, they'll always need you. I mean, everyone will need you for everything if you play everything. Yeah, right. It's true. Well, how many, how many trombonists do you know? Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Tromboners. Thank you. <laughs> this is PG, if I'm not mistaken. Trom. <laughs> Don't be a cunt. <laughs> I'm mistaken. <laughs> You're very mistaken. My point is that you guys play with a lot of people in town. Right, as many as like as much as I humanly can. It just it's tough, man. Musicians don't generally drive or have their shit together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in any way, shape, or fucking form. Sorry, yeah. he doesn't drive, but he has his shit together. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, yeah. That's right. Uh, comics are the same way. Like, uh, it's amazing how many of them don't drive. It's it's like uh, unbelievable. At least your gear is a mic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. I don't have a car, and I have to transport. Yeah, yeah, drum kit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can you give me a lift with all this shit? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can you give me a lift with my entire eight-piece drum set, my smoke machine, my whole lights? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, most comics don't even have a mic to <laughs> yeah. their name. They That's just <laughs> hope it's there when they get there. <laughs> and, and, even, and even at the fucking gig that they go to, half the time, I've been to gigs where there wasn't a mic at all. And I said, I can't do it. Yeah, at the time, old school style, just fucking preach. Just talk. Yeah, just <laughs> preach. And I'm like, I can't do it, man. Because at the time, I needed throat surgery. And I'm like, I'm. I needed to bring a mic, so I brought like a bass amp and a microphone so people could hear me. Because otherwise, you're just another dude talking crazy in the corner. <laughs> yeah, you need a, you need to have a microphone, at least amplify your voice to let you know you're not just you're another just drunk. You're just a few pamphlets short of being a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I am one microphone short of yeah. just being a guy on the street talking into his Jesus his shoes, you know. So um, I want to say like, uh, so you guys have uh, how long have you guys been doing the Drunken Uncle project? Eight months, yeah. or so, ish. And so. Uh, and how's it been going so far? Like, <laughs> like seriously, like uh, some decent gigs. And uh, how did you guys meet though? That, that you would start doing it. He's in a band called Bad Reed. Bad. Um, all right. Huh? Bad Reed. Bad yeah, Reed. Yeah. They, they play fucking all over the place, everywhere. Right. So, uh, I got I got hooked up with him, just going to a Bad Reed show, meeting him afterwards. Halloween. The Road Factory. Halloween. No, no, no. We met before that, but that was the first time yeah. we partied. Yeah. But I just met him through a gig and, you know. It worked out? I mean, fast forward like a year and a half, we weren't playing music together. We just knew each other. Oh, yeah, right. Right. Because I was like just getting back to Canada. I was like, I don't fucking know any musicians. Yeah. Any at all. Right? Except for Eric. He was the one I knew. Yeah, yeah. And who the fuck wants to talk to that little fucker? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, because he's French, right? Yes. Uh, sorry, Tickler. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. laughs> yeah. Of course, the only guy with the brony tail cool. is the French one, right? Yeah. Coolest of Frenchman course. in the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I didn't know any musicians, so I went out to a Bad Reed show and met them all and just... Met all the musicians. You know. And town. picked you. <laughs> and, well, and then no. we ended up... <laughs> Playing a few shows together, I don't fucking even remember. We played at the Brig together. 
bad read. We did, yeah. So we played a show at the break together, and then eventually he just kind of hit me up and said, you want to start a band? I said, sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And half, honestly, half the songs we make up on the spot, that's literally, like, the only song we have, like, truly rehearsed. Everything else is totally off the dome. Oh, yeah, really? It's just more yeah, fun. Like, lyrically, I, too? Yeah. Yeah? I make all the lyrics up. I make all the guitar parts up. We uh, have, uh, we have like, we have, like, six. That's not true. We have, like, six or seven song songs right that we've written but they they change every time they always yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah they always change every time that's like a joke though too right it's like a joke like if you wanted to have it uh like stay alive with you that you're going to keep being able to tell it for like ever yeah then uh, you should make it somewhat uh, flexible otherwise you're going to end up hating it right yeah because it's not fun it's for the same you with songs. Exactly. it's going to turn yeah. into you know What's the deal with fucking airplanes and blah? And yeah, if you know every beat of the joke, to me, you'll eventually get sick of it, and then you won't want to tell it anymore. Yeah, you know? I'm so the type of musician that if I'm, if it's my, if I'm not being hired for a gig, so if a bit like his other band, he's in an R&B group called Yoni with his girlfriend, and they're amazing, amazing. So they get me to come in and play guitar with them sometimes. So when I do, I'm always totally prepared, totally rehearsed, parts. Right in and out, you know. He plays yeah. guitar like an R and B soul guitarist, right. not like yeah, no, like, from, from, yeah. like that. that I mean, uh, it's yeah, called for some something, like, but like some like you know. Uh, yeah. Oh, sweet! It's got that sweet sound. Eh? <laughs> All that shit. <laughs> All right, but I'm prepared for that. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm being hired for a gig. Yeah, yeah. But if it's this, I can. Because it's yours. I get fucking tired of playing the same song the same way, even more than twice. And since there's two, only two of us, and he's got all the pitch, <laughs> right, yeah. just guitar and singing. Like, he just looks at me like, okay, I'll change it now. <laughs> I'll change yeah. the part. I'll change the the beat a bit or like. He goes yeah, like this, I'm and in, I fucking cut it. I'm <laughs> in complete control of all the notes. Yeah, 100% <laughs> of the notes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's so right. I can do anything. So it is. It, it's a different dynamic when you're in a two-piece. If you then you have to play another role. If you're in a three or four or five, like as yeah. it gets bigger, then yeah, you at least has to be have to be conscious. The of, more of the fact you're affecting yeah. the more all those people, right. right? Chordal instruments. The more guitars, the more keyboards, the less busy you are. Yeah. Right? Because my job's being done by a keyboard player, so I have to kind of wiggle my way into the arrangement or into the song right, uniquely right. that doesn't step on anybody else's toes. So that's when being prepared comes into play. We right. were talking right. about that with heads, like talking about that jazz group that I was just talking about with Ryan. We were talking about like it's nice to have a player sit in, like to like if there's a band and they, somebody comes up and plays with them kind of thing. I love seeing that, but unless they know the heads or unless they know like kind of What's going on the in the meat tune? And potatoes yeah, of the like, song, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it can detract quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. It goes like even if you're a really good player. Right? Yeah, yeah. It can turn into like a fucking shred fest. Mm -hmm. Like I sat in with a band called Flat Five, like a few months ago, and um, great band, amazing. I love them. Willow's in that band. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you know Kurt Tweedle? All those dudes. Tweeds. Tweeds. Cody Mackey. All those guys. Cody. Well, they're sort of like a funk <laughs> jam band. They're cool. I should know that first name. He said. Kurt Tweedle? Kurt Tweedle. 
Kirk yeah, if you meet a Kirk Tweedle, you'll remember Kirk Tweedle. <laughs> oh, you'll fucking remember Kirk you'll Tweedle. You'll meet him. You want to hear a funny... I, oh, I, I, I got to get those him. guys in here. You yeah, you got to get them in here. I'll talk to him to get him <laughs> okay, in here. Cool, They're a ride. Sweet. Tweedle is a ride, dude. Yeah. yeah. Like, the first time I ever met... The first, no, this was... Your story. Tell it. Tell that. Tell we're the at the Casbah. We're playing the Casbah, and Flat Five played right before us. Fucking like dope night of music, and uh, he's like got sweat all over his white shirt, and he's yeah. like, "Oh fuck, got a bunch of dick water on me tonight." I don't know what happened. <laughs> like, Dude, like, I haven't, how's it going, man? Oh, I got some dick water on me. I'm like, what the fuck is going as, on? As Tweeds is coming off the stage, <laughs> yeah, Coast is going on sweat. the stage. Tweedle, Tweedle just looks at him before any words have ever been exchanged. He goes, bro, covered in dick water, dude. Dick water. Oh, it's nice to meet you. <laughs> so fucking, yeah. So anyway, so I sat in with that band, and I didn't know any of their tunes, any of them. Their yeah. Tweedle was like, dude, sit in, man. So I was like, okay. So I would listen. They would start the song. I would listen, and then I would figure my way in instead of turning it into a big wank fest like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could turn it into like a yeah, shred fast yeah. guitar solo look at me thing, but yeah. instead, like I listened and they were playing, you know. Yeah. Right? So if you listen to that, there's space right here. There's space. So I was like, okay, I could come into the space. <laughs> and I would come the in the space, yeah. just a little. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of how you you have to find your spot. Right. But I I get tired of that. It's the yeah. same thing with, with drums as well. Like, like he just, oh start playing anything. Yeah, quick. Uh, do you guys remember the uh, ticket of the taint to the eye? <laughs> or do you remember any? Of the, like, do you remember the? Well, do the uh, do the, uh, the or the uh, the fuck holes. You did a bit of that with oh, where you jammed the fuck holes. Yeah. Fuck holes, <laughs> right? You did. Oh yes. Earlier, you were doing some sort of a jam, and then it sounded to me like the fuck holes. And I said it to you, Wes. Yeah, what was, was that? Bouncing around the room. Yeah. Do you remember what that was? That time then, once again, I'm bouncing around the room. Oh, that one, yeah, yeah. Butthole. That time then, once yeah. again, oh, it's a butthole, yeah, butthole. butthole. Oh, yeah, it's a butthole. It's in her butthole. It's in her butthole. Hey, little girl. If I could stay the night Don't push away I'll get the loop I'll wait it up And shove it into It's your bottle It's your bottle Yeah, just like that Yeah, like that Fill the space <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome You do fill it Fill the bottle That's a better version of it That's a way better version <laughs> in your bottle, 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 
Gold member works. Save me in your house. Save <laughs> yeah, see, that's easy. That's, but a, keep, that's a keeper. So to to <laughs> not <laughs> so to not uh, not detract too far, but but in, when I get to play with this, I get to do whatever the fuck I want, whenever the fuck I want to. So it's a complete challenge. It's like you going up on stage with no material. Yeah, yeah. Being like, I'm going to challenge myself to be funny. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm going to challenge myself to not let this crash and burn. Yeah. Everybody gets maimed. Yeah, you have to go out there and yeah, you know, just like without a net kind of thing. Figure right. it out. Yeah. Thankfully, Sometimes. we have like six original tunes that I can <laughs> go back to. Yeah. Go back to if 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 it's not going well. Yeah, like yeah. Fitzray's, that was awful. I, I broke a <laughs> fuck. I broke a fucking string. Oh yeah. Two songs in, I had no replacement strings, so I had <laughs> to do an entire set with like a crucial string gone. Oh. Oh, no. oh, it was the worst. It was the <laughs> fucking worst. No one was there. Yeah. Although that was the night I told you the last time that girl spread her her ass cheeks and showed me her whole asshole and pressed it against the glass. <laughs> when is the glass? Yeah, that's a great, that was a good one. That's a great night. Right? That solves that that uh, that erases <laughs> the fact you played for two people. But you know, what it I mean? made it all worth it. Yeah, it does make the it hour worth. and a half drive. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> It's so painful to see what people, what artists go through just to like fucking uh, do what they love doing, you know? Because there's no like, the problem with art is that you, you love it so much, you would uh, do it for nothing, but you can't say that out loud. Sometimes you have no choice. Or you'll have to do it for nothing. Or you'll end up having to do it for fucking nothing. Cause I'll ever- say it out loud, I won't do it for nothing yeah, yeah. anymore. Yeah, no, anymore. Yeah, me neither. Anymore is the is the thing. I did it I did first for years. Yeah, with, yeah. With me too. Zero dollars in, in mind. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're now at the point where we're proficient enough that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <you're> like, <laughs> you should you should be compensated for the amount of time you put into developing a freaking. Well, you'll you know? never get that. You'll <laughs> never get that. I. But you'll never get that. I act, yeah. I sat down and kind of calculated how much time I've spent playing guitar. And it's like seventeen thousand hours. <laughs> like if so, if I were to be getting paid for that, yeah. that'd be amazing. But it's not gonna happen. We're, lu- we're you know you're lucky to make a hundred bucks a gig. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then Unless you, you play with this guy, in which case somehow he manages to rope in more money from everyone. Uh, is that your Greek? <laughs> yeah, He's Greek. That's yeah. it. You keep it nail on the head. Yeah, it's just trying to find it, find a way to scrounge. The Let people, these you, people know. The pay is not enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have to pay me more money. <laughs> to pay me more money. <laughs> uh, what is it? Uh, there's an old joke about a Greek. I'm gonna tell an old joke about oh Greek, boy. right? You know what? Though you probably heard it, but there was like uh, there was a Greek and an Italian sitting around, and the Italian is saying, "What did the Greek ever do uh, to help the world?" You know, and uh, he's like, "What are you talking about? What did the Greek ever do? You know, what did the Italian ever do? The Greeks invented." Uh, Everything and we invented math. We invented uh, 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 civilization. We invented uh, politics. We invented uh, 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 we invented sex. Your language. And he goes, uh, he goes, yes, but the Italians, we invented sex in the vagina. (laughs) That was the that's the joke. I think that's how it goes. It's an old old joke because Greeks are known for anal sex. Are they? Yeah, that's what ancient, they're... Are you? Ancient, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, personally. Ancient, <laughs> ancient Greeks, were, yeah, did a lot of that. They were... The, it they was, had, they'd have followers, like philosophers of especially, they'd have followers, and they'd get drunk and have sex. 
In their ace. In their ashholes. In their ashholes. Cheris always likes to bring up. In their ashholes. Cheris always likes to bring up when I discuss this sort of stuff that that it wasn't always that the Greeks would have anal sex. Sometimes they would take the soldiers that were of a lower rank and they would just surrender their thighs to the higher ranked officers. That's what Dave read somewhere. And he keeps saying they surrendered their thighs. <laughs> so you wouldn't actually bang their bum hole. That you'd just bang the thighs. Like the guy, the guy would have to sit there and hold his thighs together, and you just fucking... Just borrowing some friction? Yeah, just borrowing some friction. <laughs> Skin friction. Some, some poor dude's got to like sit there and let some greasy old general... <laughs> Cover him in dick water. Dick That's water, right. yeah. All the dick water. Yeah. Man, that's the Kurt thing, tweets. man. Like, we have... I, we have both both together and separately, played so many shitty, pissant, low-rent, dumpy fucking gigs that at this point we solemnly refuse and have refused <laughs> yeah. to take less than, than what we believe we are worth as a group. Yeah, because sometimes it hurts you to take that gig. Like, that's what oh, I've yeah. been finding now. Like Most it, times. It's Most like times. Uh, you get asked to do a gig and you really want the spot because you, like, uh, you need to get the stage time, but... You just know the show's going to be so garbage, it's going to actually hurt you more than it's going to help you, you know? Like, you got to uh, think of the show that you could have booked as well. Yeah, yeah. Right? You, if you would have done your work you've right. You've set that yeah. day, 10 weeks away aside. Yeah. And for what, right? Yeah, yeah. You want to make sure it's worthwhile. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that has to be in the control of, of the artist, too, anymore. You know, you can't just rely on the booker to promote it anymore because Quite they honestly, don't. Quite honestly, at most, like medium level <coughs> venues there is no booker no no it's you're doing yourself right you contact you're lucky to and be working p- with a booker and if you're working with a booker it's probably more shady at the medium like i don't mean to say that in a general way but i think you're right though like yeah true. like yeah. a lot of people are looking to skim what they want off the top and then do nothing well it's natural for people people to yeah. want to take what they can out of the situation yeah, Correct. yeah right so if you get if i'm booking a show and i know the guarantee is a thousand bucks for two bands, right? right? I'm gonna say, oh man, I had to make a lot of calls and I had yeah, to drive yeah, yeah. a long way and yeah. this and that. Yeah, so yeah. I'm gonna take three hundred off the top. I Sorry. will gladly yeah. give somebody the money that deserves it, though. Yeah, exactly. Promoter that deserves to be. If, in if you got a full room and, and you're uh, and you're uh, and it's a great gig and you're like happy yeah. to be there, yeah. I've worked that's gigs where, where that's where a promoter is. That's where you want one. Yeah, yeah, and I've worked I, in those kind of gigs. You kind of feel bad about taking the money almost because you're like, he just had such a good time, and the guy did such a good job. He deserves it, you know. Like you're just happy <laughs> to be a part of it, you know. It's uh, a better time, and you get more money. Like, yeah, yeah. What's going on here? It's a, yeah. That one you almost feel guilty yeah, about. Well, yeah. it just feels so alien. Yeah, yeah. You're So used to playing <laughs> dumb. Yeah, yeah. Here, right? Do the shit, and you're gonna get paid like shit. Like the show we played d- together on. Yeah. It was awful. It was fucking awful. <laughs> It, we played uh, what the hell was it? Can- I don't even it was know Canada Day it. four months after Canada Day. Exactly. <laughs> oh, the one. 150 thing. Yeah. The 150 yeah. thing, but it was yeah. like f- it was in fucking August or like fucking yeah. Septem- it was September. September. It was September. in September. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It was like a Labor Day <laughs> yeah. 150. I don't fucking yeah, yeah. know. They're throwing around money at that time. Yeah, Stupid they just levels. had shit. To, I don't know. So we played that gig, Route Six is in front of us, and yeah. I love Jane. I love her. But her fucking voice hurt my ears that night. Oh. There's beer out there. Because yeah. the the sound and it's not Jane's fault. It's Jane who? whoever Jane Lay Laidlaw. Mm. Oh, the one that did the gig or whatever. No, it was they played. 
They played before us. Oh, so yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was Route 6. Like I got a, there just for you guys. And then us. And then Crown the Lion. And the sound guy was so fucking bad. I couldn't hear anything. Yeah. I couldn't hear fucking anything, right? Yeah. And no one's there because they set the stage up beh- so that our backs are to where everybody is. Yeah. <laughs> So we're playing to a field full of no one with, like, 200, 250 people behind us. on lo- <laughs> What? I was, uh, so we're playing, and I'm looking at Jesse because I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, no one's in front of us. Yeah. And then they get there, and everyone's gone because it's late. <laughs> it's in Delhi. It's like a fucking, what, Saturday night? Yeah. What's going on, really? You know what I mean? Like, 50 people were still there when you yeah. guys showed up. And then up. that ends up hurting your cause, right? Because if you're trying to book uh, ententainment and then you people don't uh, do not do it correct, correct. Not that that, that – I had a good time that night. I can't deny that. Well, I think the thing is, like, but, like but, these guys said, like, you book the night off well in advance. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, okay, we got this gig, blah, blah, blah. Let's make it fucking count. You practice to make it good. And yeah, then yeah. – you get there. Fifty fucking people. Are right, like, and you know well, what? Yeah, I think about the gig you guys had at that baseball banquet. Yeah, like, that was a brutal one because because it uh, doesn't matter how g- how good you guys. What did you get that gig? Oh, I said I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody gives ball. a fuck. Not yeah, West. It's like, oh yeah, we really want a band, and then a band's there and they're playing and they practice and they're doing their shit, and nobody. Ah, who cares if fucking bands here? It doesn't. They don't have yeah. to do anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, yeah, no. Actually, we did do a lot of shit to try to make this work. I and the sound guy didn't do any favors, like, because no. it doesn't matter how good you guys no, sounded, that it. guy wrecked it, man. Yeah. So that's another job that really, yeah, like, yeah it's I'm okay key. With, with paying somebody. Yeah, that's yeah. that's why we pay Kevin. Right, like, <laughs> that's a seriously, calling. Seriously, like, I, I it's, think uh, it's a calling. You gotta be into it. You yeah. gotta love what you do and yeah. really take every gig seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Totally. I think so. And you take don't every want, gig seriously. You don't, yeah. Like when you take gigs seriously, like I'm sure that you do. Yes. You don't want to play shitty gigs. You no. don't want to invest your time into a night that's not going to be worth it, right. whether it's monetarily or eyes on you. Like I'd actually rather play a show where I make less money if there's a room full if of people good. looking at me. If it's good, sure. I think no anybody question. would say honestly. That. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Those are all the best fucking gigs that we have ever played. Individually and together, where you come out being like that was kick ass. Yeah. He gives a where shit you, about you your like, money. Oh, that, Almost that fucking black out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're yeah. just like that makes it all worthwhile. Go. It's yeah. great. And yeah. those gigs though, you usually get paid well mm-hmm. because the night does well mm-hmm. and the bar makes money or whatever. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. So it, it all it's cyclical, right? Yeah, because yeah. You're not you're not going home with pennies because the night was fucking great. You know what I mean? And yeah. anybody that went to that show, if they heard that they were doing another show, they would. They like, would be eager be to go back yeah. because they had it such a great time, you know? And that's the thing that you, that these uh, people that put on shows that they're not maybe experienced enough to put on a decent yeah, one, that's what, yeah. those guys uh, those guys really do themselves some dis, dis, uh, some uh, disjustice. Is they, that a word? I think they just don't understand uh, what could, it takes to put on a show, you and, know, and a, a good show. Yeah, And, and, that, it, and it's not... 100% their fault, but they're taking that on thinking that, like, oh, yeah, we're just going to do this and, you know, whatever. People like it. Yeah, it'll be yeah. great. But, yeah. like, and then the work good musicians come and yeah, yeah. they just, it's bullshit. Like, they, they don't do it right. They don't have a fucking clue what they're doing. And it's unfortunate. Yeah. It is, and I, it I, is I, give I, and take, though. Yeah. Like, once again, sure. You got somebody said yes. Yeah. If you, right. if you said yes and somebody said yes in the band and they all said, okay, That's cool, right. we'll play it. Yep. You gotta do it. Fault, yep. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, right. That's right. something I've learned from no. uh, dealing with Costa and and just kind of picking his brain about how he books. Because I've never booked before coming back. I never booked. People booked for me. 
right? I'd be in a band and they would book and then I would just fucking show up and play and right. get paid and leave. But he books in such a way where he goes, okay, here's how much money we need per kilometer driven to get to your fucking gig and home. Yeah. And here's how much money we take called a guarantee. That's it. Yeah. That's it. We're not taking any less. Don't, don't try to anymore. fuck with us. <laughs> no, no. Don't fuck with me. We're not taking less. And 90% of the time they go, all right, cool. And then we show up and it's a great gig. And they're like, dude, you guys were fucking great. It's all worth yeah. it. Yeah. Because we'll want to play better because, because we're getting paid. And An we, investment and, on their part. Right? Yeah, it is really. And uh, like Paul, even like Paul frames houses, right? Yeah. And uh, same thing goes, right? There could be some friggin... Mennonite that's just trying to figure it out that can go put a price of anything he wants and the undercut Paul who's like spent 20 years learning his craft and be able to put a crew together that can do it quickly and efficiently and they got to compete with dipshit trying to figure it out that's 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 uh, that's commonplace yeah yeah you go to like honestly a lot of like local shows if you will yeah are like laden with that yeah yeah music at least People are trying to figure it out, and people Which is that great. Like, don't get me wrong. There yeah. should be a venue for that, but yeah. maybe not right. the same place that people who have put. We're trying to. Hours there you go. Yeah, right. We're exactly. trying to do our thing. Like Paul's yeah. houses are yeah, worth man. this because he's put the fucking hours right. in, and the music. Is your time this. is worth this because you've put the. That yeah, 100%. and I don't. I don't say yes to that stuff. That's anymore. right. Yeah, because it's the same thing. Like, if people are gonna do put on put on a show and they're gonna like put a budget of fuck all into the show. And then they're going to bitch about the, the fact the show's not good. Well, you, you get what you pay for. You get what you pay for. But yeah. on the flip side, I've also seen, and I'm sure you have too, and I'm sure we all have, yeah. a good show, good budget, good promoter, shitty fucking band. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. That is like, that. that's real sad though. Because there's so many other, there's so many good people out yeah. there. Why do you have yeah. this shitty guy? Yeah. There's but a lot it, of shitty fucking. Bands, but it, it's like the thing about art and commerce. You know, the two don't go hand in hand. Like the the uh, p- most people who are good at the creative end suck at the business end, and uh, yeah. and, vi- and, yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. So the guys that are good at the uh, business end, they're promoting themselves correctly. They're like being aggressive and trying to market and then, and trying to book and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And but they're fuck, they're not good as artists. Right, as the, the time is spent doing that, doing the yeah. doing the booking, and that's and a fucking shame, dude. Yeah, well, that's yeah. time you could be spending practicing, writing, recording, playing shows, touring, whatever the fuck Getting you could good, be doing. Right? Instead, you gotta go on Facebook and make yeah. sure that oh, you have your fuck. you have My your post before I got here, and I was like, fuck, like because I make a post or yeah. sometimes two every day. Like, I, this is something I want to share with people. Like, yeah, it's dead, so I can't. So it's kind of like even though, like, hey, how's it going at home, right? But yeah. like to get something hey watch this live right now like that's almost imperative and the fact that i don't have my phone yeah right <laughs> and the, the fact that you have to have your phone yeah yeah sucks yeah yeah, yeah. i don't want to have to do that shit i don't do it it's that's the all, thing that's all. like the kind of unspoken agreement we had in this band like i don't fuck with that stuff yeah i don't i but don't how do you not though because you need it so bad you do but I when it comes him. to our yeah. he does in everything yeah <laughs> he uh it's like literally fucking everything. But um, he takes care of all that stuff. He yeah. posts on all that shit. He'll, he does all the posts. He does all this. And I do my thing because I'm not good at it. I don't no, no. like doing it. I don't want to spend all day staring down. I want yeah. And that only came from necessity of my, like, well, the band I've been with the longest, Bad Reed. 
is that it just wasn't happening otherwise. Yeah. So I had to like, okay, well, I got to fucking do this. And it's got to look good. Yeah. And I got to put my thinking cap on, like become good at this in order to to have some semblance of that, right? Yeah, so yeah. I always like, when I was a, a banker, there was these customers I dealt with and they were like super rich. And, uh, but they weren't like uh, fancy people at all. They were just like uh, regular dudes, you know, like uh, very self-made guys, you know, like, uh, but ridiculously rich. Like they had, they had really achieved a lot in their life. And so I would pick their brains all the time. Like, be like, how do you guys, like, what is it? And I would try to learn their story. And the main thing about their story was, is that they would find out, um, what they needed and they would get people to do the things they needed to get it done. Right. And then eventually when they found out they were paying so much money to people who were doing the things they needed, they would just start uh, creating a company to do those things that they needed. So instead of paying somebody else, they pay themselves. They would, yeah. if they paid a lot of money in electrical work, they would start their own electrical company, hire electricians. And then now instead of contractors, they're employees. Yeah, they were just is its own expense, of course, but like. But then you end up making it a profit center, and then yeah. they just kept doing that. Like if they, so everyone they would hire, they would just make an old, their own company, and they would just keep ha like, <laughs> like this kept making more companies. Yeah. And then I thought, and it was kind of genius in a way because they just kept saying like, if someone else is making the money, I'm making it. I'll just make that money, right? And if I don't know how to do it, then I'll just figure out or find the people that know the things mm -hmm. to do that, that I don't know how to do. Mm -hmm. And they just kept solving problems that way and kept getting more and more successful well like that that fearless flyers thing that we were watching the uh, wolf offshoot like it's a perfect example like he called those people in the room because he knew that they would deliver the product that he wanted sure it's to hire nate smith or whomever it's going to be it's going to be money but yeah, yeah you'll make that he he believes that he'll make that back because it's a good investment like you said yeah it's an investment yeah and those but at people. the same time i just want to play the guitar why the fuck do I have to get a business degree all of a sudden? <laughs> no, yeah. but what I'm saying is if that's your skill, you play your guitar. Right, and then you delegate. And then you know, but that's not going to make me a complete artist to right. play my guitar. I have to do all this other shit. Right. So then you just fill in the blanks with those other people. Exactly. And then eventually you end up uh, doing, you had to hire that other person to do that shit for you. Well, now you've got that person to do that shit for other people too. Mm -hmm. And now you're making money off that person doing shit for you yeah. and for other people. Right. And then it keeps going like that. Like these guys were really great at it. Like it was, it was like. Uh, it sounds like pyramidy. It is kind of pyramidy, but it's just like really saying like I'll do. It's like a do-it-yourself kind of thing. Like oh, yeah. we're just like I'm not gonna fucking. I'm just gonna fucking uh, not pay somebody. I'm, I'm just gonna pay myself. You that know? sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> and then go, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. And then you and then that keep kind of grows. So it, once you once you get those people in your uh, loop or whatever, then you keep just using. They're not those. going anywhere. Yeah, and they're well, not going because everyone's doing what they want to do. Everyone's using their skills. Like he's playing his guitar, and uh, he's doing the social media, and he's doing the accounting, and he's doing the uh, booking, and he's doing the like drums. You know, like they all. Everybody has their thing, but the whole thing uh, creates uh, because you used everybody's skills instead of just one. You end up getting good. Right. Right. And that's a further than you would on your own. That's right? a community of people working toward a. A goal. A common goal, yeah. If you're pushing yourself and one, if you're trying to push like a train down the track yourself, you're not going to get as far as if you had a whole team of people right. pushing it, right? Like, exactly. That's that makes all it sense, is. man. It's and not like rocket science, eh? It's no. Just no, no, no. Simple it's, it's not like socializing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's there, right? It's like, not like. But know. I think artists have this this proprietary or co maybe it's competitiveness where they don't want to, it seems like they. The, oh, yeah. 
They want to get. They feel like if they help somebody else out, they're hurting themselves. You know what it's, I mean? That could counterintuitive. Be, that could be a gig for me, or that could be this for me. Yeah, yeah. As I'm opposed losing. to, I'm hooking this guy up because I want to hook this guy up because he's a good guy. Because he's great. And yeah, then he's good at what he does. One day, yeah. maybe he'll throw something back at me. Yeah, that's yeah. what you keep in the back of your head. Yeah, maybe yeah. something he'll, he'll throw something back at me. Like you book shows, and you bring when we when we play together, we bring someone out to open for us. Yeah. Right? Like, and vice versa. Let's say we play versa. in London. We'll play with like a bigger band from London mm-hmm. and play right before them, type of thing. Get and the then, most so yeah, but yeah, that's the thing. Exactly, if right? we bring someone in. to our venue that we've worked and worked and worked until we can pack it, yeah, and we bring someone out, you should probably bring us out to wherever you are. Because yeah. not only are they getting paid well, but the room's full of people looking at them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, an opening band, no mm-hmm. less, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and I, I got. I want them to be. Ha- I want them to go home and say, "Fuck yeah, that was like that, that was, was a great, a show, night, great yeah. show." And not yeah. forget, right? And not yeah. forget who helped them. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Even if you know, it's a, <laughs> I've helped plenty of people who have not reciprocated a show or something like that. It's not really about that though. Yeah. yeah. Right. That'd you, be nice though. It would be nice. <laughs> It'd be yeah. fucking yeah. perfect yeah. world. Kind of. Right. Yeah, yeah. And all that stuff seems like fucking like it's the uh, easiest stuff. It's just simple, like a uh, common. Uh, courtesy almost you know yeah but, but we're dealing with people man yeah i remind <laughs> i got in trouble a while back i was there was this guy he asked me to book his uh uh he asked me to promote his show he's he's he sent some guests on this show on this program he sent some musicians over they were not that good and uh <laughs> and uh, let's just say you guys are much better yeah they weren't that great and so we when we didn't hit it off like it was not at all a, a, a <laughs> match right yeah, but he continually that. asked me to promote his stuff, right? Meanwhile, he books big comedy gigs, and he's he booked me on to open for Jake the Snake Roberts, you know? Jake the Snake. No shit. <laughs> Jake the fucking snake? Yeah. Jake the Snake, yeah. Fucking That's right. my dude. Open Him for and Macho Man, those are my two guys. Oh, yeah. oh Macho Man's oh. the best, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dig it. <laughs> Michael's a big Macho oh, Man huge fan. Oh, yeah. yeah. I <laughs> am the cream of the crop. <laughs> Ice the top. <laughs> yeah. What was the one? Cup of coffee in the big leagues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's when being a cokehead on TV was okay. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. It was all good. Yeah. Now, now yeah. we're just cokeheads on the internet. Yeah. I love the fact that wrestling in the '80s was just like coke fueled oh, wrestling. Coke fueled. But PG, Fuse. take your vitamins and say your prayers and all that shit. And they all but have like, like followers. Yeah, we all are taking steroids. <laughs> your vitamins are steroids and cocaine. <laughs> yeah. And Scandinavian hookers. <laughs> yeah. In Hulk Hogan's case, anyway. Yes. And a little bit of racism and banging your uh, friend's wife. Yeah. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The funniest job in that has to be the guy who's interviewing Mach- Macho Oh, Mean Gene Oakland. Right, mean Gene. <laughs> like, it's the best. Like, all right. And he's like fucking knocking into him. Like, yeah, yeah. He's the straight man right while this guy's all coked up, right? Uh, exactly, man. What, it's what just, do you mean, Macho Man? Yeah. It's exactly vaudeville. It's like old school, like straight man <laughs> What do you mean by cream of the crop, Macho Man? <laughs> I mean that I'm the cream. Ah, Come here, bitch! If you watch Mean Gene, Mean Gene's unreal. He is so good as a straight man. He's like Bud Abbott and Abbott Costello. Like he's so good. I'm gonna go top three. Ready? Top three. Mick Foley. For what? We're gonna wrestlers just all time, all over. So you're talking like everywhere, mankind, everywhere, and on the mic, everywhere. No, 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 all, all around, Mm -hmm. full faceted, goat, greatest of all time. Okay, we're going Mick Foley. Then we're going Booker T. 
then we're going Macho Man. Stone Cold Steve. Wow. Man, that is a ballsy thing. You oh, went Booker T. I would never see Booker T. I would never see Booker T. You know your wrestling. Oh, buddy. Booker T. He just says Booker T out of nowhere. Yeah, he loves Booker T. You know, I wouldn't put Booker T. Booker T was my boy. He accidentally said the N word in an interview one time. Oh, that's the best. So funny. Yeah. Booker T is hilarious because even when he was doing, he was doing commentary just like last year on yeah. like raw and yeah, he yeah. was like not making sense half the time like he didn't make <laughs> yeah, any he's sense all, at all fucked up from that cte right oh, oh really oh he's gotta be they all are you see that guy's fucking arms they're like uh they're like huge long like, arm big oh, yeah. huge. They're like oak trees yeah like they, they hang way too low like he is uh, that's some sort of an ape like <laughs> thing but i can't <laughs> say that nobody wanted to say uh, it. you can't so say you it eh? just if he was a white guy you could say it oh, yeah. yeah you could say he's a gorilla yeah, yeah. but you can't say that with a, a, a black guy because then you're racist right but that's bullshit. That is bullshit. Yeah, because it's true. I just, I was actually less racist because I would say it about any guy with huge ape like arms, <laughs> regardless of their it's, color. It's, it's a compliment, really. Yeah. I'm saying you're like 98%, 98% like us. Like, come on. Like, yeah, like Brock Lesnar, he's also no shaped it. like an ape. Like his arms are too long for his body. He's like, sh- he's a, he's like you a know King what Brock Lesnar is? Brock Lesnar's like a Neanderthal. Yeah. yeah. Like a real, like he's like, a, he got through the. Yeah, Neanderthal. Did you pick up on that? That's, yeah, that's actually the the, the the correct pronunciation of the word Neanderthal, right? Oh. It makes you sound pretentious when you say it, though. You just say Neanderthal yeah. like everybody else. Brock Lesnar is a Neanderthal. Yeah, but he is. <laughs> he is. He fucking is, and he it, still has that like flat top hairdo. Oh yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah. He's got the big the protruding forehead, the yeah. like two long arms. That's a Neanderthal if I've ever seen it. I like to say Neanderthal. And uh, he is tall. And uh, yeah, he's tall. And uh, uh, so my three. You want to go yours, Mike? Yeah, I'll do top three. I'm in. Let's go okay. top three. Round the That's circle. greatest all time. Not just Mike. Not just in the in the cage or on the Everything. ladder or whatever. Yeah, it is. I like it. All the all round wrestlers. I'm gonna. Jeez, oh, man, that's a tough one. Think about it. But I'm gonna go because I, I I love my favorite of all time is Rowdy Roddy Piper, but he's not a great wrestler. Right. So I wouldn't I wouldn't put him up there, but I do love him. I love watching. Uh, I love, love watching them talk, but not so much wrestle. Right. So I'd have to go. I'm gonna put on the list because I can't. I, I love everything he does. Ric Flair. Oh. I'll put him on the list. The I love Nature his, Boy. The Nature Boy. The Nature <laughs> did you watch Boy. the do- Did you watch the uh, Thirty for Thirty? I haven't watched it yet. Oh. I want to see it so bad. I've watched clips of it, oh but I haven't God, watched the so whole thing. It's so good. It's just him, like, just <laughs> disrespecting everyone close to him that cares about him. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. so He's telling good. the truth of how much a dirtbag he is the whole time. The and whole it's time. It's hilarious, yeah. apparently. And, it was uh, a big hit. And, uh, like, he's just not even this. Sh- I, che- I cheated on my wife. I wanted to. He said, like, Cause how, I could. how long were you faithful to yeah, your wife about for? About a day. <laughs> yeah, about a day. I couldn't do it, man. Yeah, he just doesn't care. No, he has to put. He has to fuck people. because he's the nature boy. He's the he's nature gotta boy. He's got to do it. He so Ric Flair. I'm going to put Ric Flair in there. And, uh, you know, I'm going Macho Man, too, because Macho Man, to me, is the greatest is the greatest in-ring and and on the mic. I, I like everything about the Macho Man, so I'm going to go Macho Man, too. I can't deny the Macho Man is place. And the name. The Macho Man Randy Savage. Randy Savage. That's the greatest wrestling name there ever was. But uh, it's the perfect th- amount of cheesy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then the, for the third one, you know, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go real old school here. I'm gonna go. Uh, my favorite wrestler. Of, I'm gonna say uh, Dynamite Kid. Oh, Dynamite Kid. Yeah. Deep cuts. 
You want to know Deep cuts. Two eras he yeah. was in. Yeah. Dynamite Kid, I'm going to put on the number three. One, two, my three favorite. kid also? No, no. Number, Dynamite uh, Kid. You know, I, don't, I like the Dynamite Kid. <laughs> and because he was real uh, badass in real life, too. Yeah. Like, he would actually kick your ass, too. But he was like a short little uh, British guy. But uh, he was like, he'd fuck you right up. And then I would say Chris Benoit, but he'd kill his family, right? Mm, but he was yeah. the exact Bad same ending. wrestler. You remember Chris Benoit? He was the same as a Dynamite Kid, yeah. but a Dynamite Kid was a little bit more uh, uh, charismatic because he really would kick people's asses. Oh no, shit! I'm gonna take Dynamite Kid off the list. <laughs> I'm gonna take him right off. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put one on the list that they're gonna replace Dynamite Kid. You say Kid. fucking Bret Hart? No, nope. leaving. It's Ravishing Rick Rude. Oh, and Ravishing Rick Rude. If you don't like Agreed. him, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Awesome. Go fuck yourself. I just thought about Ravishing if Rick Rude. If you don't Rude. like him, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's the case. So you know what we? Um, I want to talk about one thing with you guys before we leave, because I, 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 Steve, the reluctant German, uh, he told me he said me and me and Charters are going down to the Shaking Knees Festival in uh, Atlanta to watch Jack White and uh, uh, Queens of Stone Age and, Ooh. and Tenacious D. Ooh, <laughs> Fuck you guys, it's awesome. I was and, and cake. cake. I was really, really thinking about that, but I'm going to Curveball instead. Awesome. Yeah, but we're going down to Shaky Knees. So Steve said. You too, Pete? Me and Charters are going down and to Shaky Knees. No, not Steve. Oh, I'll be in Ecuador. Steve told me, try to get a press pass so you can you can get a press pass for life from the Fucking Dutch. smart. Do it. Yeah, I did it. And? And they declined me. <laughs> they declined me. Wikipedia. So I thought, they. Well, I sent them like a whole bunch of clips of shows and I, people I interviewed. And I was like, uh, did it, everything the right way. I did an application for Charters, an application for me. I don't know if Charters' application hurt us both. <laughs> Just having his name on it, I yeah, think, exactly. was not, not good. But I think Master what, of industry. But they they were they were on. Uh, it took them like a day. Like they said, it would be like April twenty fourth before you'd hear. It took them like a, a couple hours to deny you to say like, no way, you guys, you guys are shit. <laughs> and uh, so, anyways, I'm not gonna read it, but it basically says we are garbage. And then uh, we're not going to be able to do that. But uh. come try again next year. And I said, next year will be too fucking big for you motherfuckers. That's what I said. <laughs> That's the right fucking attitude, yeah. too. And we're still going there. And you know what? We would have limitations on what we could film if we got the press pass. But now that we don't have the press pass, we have no limitations on what we can film. Because they'll, the they'll have to catch us in the crowd, which is hard, luck. To, hard to do, right? Good luck. Yep. Everybody's on ecstasy. So shaking knees, <laughs> we win. And uh, me and Shires are going to come. Now, you gave a yuck to Jack White? No, I gave a fuck yeah, yeah to yeah, Jack yeah. Awesome. White. Awesome. Love oh, the okay. guy. Okay. I've seen I actually, I saw him at that Madison a, Square uh, Garden. Like, oh, yeah. Like, you're jealous. Uh, like, yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna, like, I'm going to fucking pre <laughs> get pre. to see Jack oh, yeah. White. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to pre. That was my only uh, chance to see him this year on this tour. I've seen him in every incarnation of, I, see, I saw the White Stripes, I saw the Dead Weather, I saw Rackham Tours, and Jack White solo. I was, but. I was at the show in New York at Madison Square Garden. Really? When he had Run the Jewels, the rap group open for him. Really? And Run the Jewels. Well, who was he playing with? Which which incarnation? It Jack was the Lazaretto tour. Oh, so cool. It was Lily Mae Rishi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lily Mae Rishi gave me the fuck me eyes one time <laughs> in Nashville. His violin player. Oh, really? That's a true story, and it it can be backed up. I'm not fucking making this up. You it's think true. you got real fuck me eyes? I got that? fuck me. I bought her a drink. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, we're talking real. You had a conversation and everything. Full on, full tilt. Oh, well, I'm liking it. Because uh, I got fuck me eyes from the black drummer. <laughs> Daru. <laughs> his name, and his name's Daru. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, he's pretty he's black. Over the top. His kid is like he's so disgusting. flat, eh? He's like oh, almost no, like opposite, this. right? Like it's, like it's inverted, yeah, it's right? The other way. Yeah. And so he's standing up over, yeah. over it, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. wild, man. But anyway, so Run the Jewels open for him, and Run the Jewels brought out fucking Zach De La Roca from Rage Against the Machine. Nice. Yeah. Yes. He did a song with them. What? Oh, no I was, where the fuck did he come from? I was. They were like, ladies and gentlemen, Zach De La Roca. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I was on the floor. I was like 30 feet from the stage. I was, I should love. Oh, I was so bummed. I was like surrounded by like these ponytail dudes. Easy, easy, Kev. Easy, sorry. Stay down. Wee, wee. Stay down. Stay down. <laughs> yeah. I was surrounded by like these fucking, you know, milk toast, lethargic hipster kids who like stand with the, all pigeon toed and shit. And they, they didn't even know who he was. What? He came out and they were like, Oh, who just the fuck is this guy. Yeah, he comes out like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, Oh, dude, I was freaking yeah. out. Like, I almost punched someone in the fucking head. Like, it was great, man. It's just a reflex. That's the right reaction. That's yeah. the right reaction. As soon as you hear, like, as soon as you hear, like, like, you're like, oh, fuck. I almost died in 2007 at Lil watching, like, Raging Against the Machine, trying to find <laughs> charters. It was the same thing. It's always charters, eh? Yeah, he fu- He was crazy. He got he a right he got, he had a bruise on his uh, chest from the front rail so bad, and they had to stop the show. Like, And we I lasted three songs, and then I had to go through two mosh pits to get out of that. And then uh, uh, we just drank wine and put our feet up on Muskoka chairs for the rest of the Rage Against the Machine show. That's the I realized other that, best way to watch Rage yeah. Against the Machine. <laughs> I realized there was no more beer at the beer tent, so we had to drink wine. Just killing and I was other. like, I am not yeah. dying here. You no, know, it was no, no, way no. better. But it was a fucking great show. That was their first show when they came back. Like It was a reunion show. Yeah, and it so was good. The crowd went ballistic. Like the reunion was good. Most reunions are shite. Yeah, it was good, man. Anyway, so Jack White then plays... And he's like doing everything I could have ever wanted him to do. He does all the early. He does early white stripe shit. He did Hello Operator. Yeah, yeah. From the second album, nice. yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Like he's pulling out. Uh, uh, what the fuck? What does it? When we saw him, he played he, uh, the girl from Dead Weather. Uh, oh Alice yeah, Mosshart. Yeah, Allison Mosshart and Dean Fertito. Yeah, yeah, they came too. Sure. We were in Detroit at the Masonic or at the yeah the Masonic, Masonic Temple. Masonic Temple, yeah. And uh, yeah, they were they came out and then they were just like um, watching the show from the side. The That's whole time. unreal. Yeah, yeah. And then they played the one, the I'm a buffalo. Or oh right, right. Yeah, uh, walk, uh, walk like a buffalo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but anyway, so oh, Jack White brought song. out Jack White brought out Q-tip. <laughs> Q-tip. Q-tip from that a tribe a, called Quest. Yes. He brought out Q-Tip. No it, shit. He was cr- playing the That Black Bat Licorice. That yeah, yeah, song, yeah, yeah. And Q-Tip did the whole second verse. No way. Himself. He was like, he just came out, he was like wearing leather pants and Jordans and shit. It was perfect. And he <laughs> comes out, he does the whole thing. And then they finish that song. And then the there, his upright bass player starts playing Excursions from Low End Theory, the first track, that boom, 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 boom. And they do it. His band does that song. With Q-Tip leading the fucking, <laughs> bro, calm down. It was like the be- yeah. So I'm- you're going now too with these guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if it'll top that though. Yeah, that yeah. was unbelievable. Yeah. So he it was that good. he puts yeah, on, awesome. yeah. he puts on the best show. Have you seen Queens live? Yeah, I we saw him. We saw him a few times. I've never seen him. Awesome. I saw him. Uh, 
I think I've seen them three times, times now, yeah. and uh, it depends where you sit. Yeah. Oh, really? If you're in a stadium and you're in the shitty seats, I'm sorry. I just don't enjoy the show. I don't care who you are. The last just, time we saw him, it was awesome. When you're this fucking yeah. big, yeah. it's tough. Yeah. But when I you're just right in the speaker, it was the loudest fucking show. And I've I've been in a ton of shows. It was the loudest yeah. show. I've never had my ears ring. Like, like they're tight. After. They're tight as fuck, and they're yeah. great to yeah, watch. Yeah. Like and there's so much up and down. Like, yeah, and it's a great. I mean, they're all their tunes. I love all their songs. So like to me it's like they're they're terrific but uh you got to be in the right spot. I just I feel you got to be I'd like to the end of it the, part of the, it you got to be part of it you got to yeah. be down there I want to feel it I yeah. agree same and thing And Hami is very I, uh, the few times I've seen him he's very uh, uh receptive to how the crowd is if you're good he's good if you're dicks he'll just be like fuck you guys Yeah, yeah. he's he's very like yeah. he's that kind of That dude yeah. that dude is like the new Elvis Yeah he's kind of He really is that guy is Elvis Presley. Like he the does have he a does cool that. factor that he doesn't deserve. That's what you I know, mean. Like, like by he, the look he's of like him, he's like a fucking six foot four ginger weirdo. Yeah, and yeah. He's like that guy's got swagger, man. Like, yeah. you shouldn't have that. Yeah, with a banker. That's not how this works. Yeah, with a banker haircut and a dad bod, you were fucking cool as shit. I don't right. know how yeah, the fuck you weird. do it, man. But he does it. I don't know how he pulls it off with a snarl of his lip or something. So, but he works it out. Before, can I ask you guys your your favorite show you've ever seen? Ooh. Good question. Uh, my favorite show I've ever seen. You can give an A and a B if you really can't think. I'm going to say I got mine. It's uh, Pink Floyd. Uh, uh, it was at Exhibition Stadium. Division it was Bell 94. Division Bell 94. It was the early show on a Wednesday or whatever. Yeah, there were two it, shows. Then. It was the early one. They had to make it early because they had some fucked up thing. And I, don't, I was the driver, Stone Cold Sober. I don't know why, but I was fucking into that whole show. It was the best. I just awesome. really, really enjoyed it. There's a pig that came over the whole crowd yeah. and yeah. shit. It was like, uh, I just really enjoyed it. That's definitely one. But uh, and then my, but oh shit. I don't know if that would top. Uh, no, Rock on Tours night, uh, 2007 at Lollapalooza is number one. I'm Sorry. Jealous. I jealous. replace it. Yeah, uh, me too. That's Rock jealous. on Tours 2007 uh, Lollapalooza. And we're on the concert video. Me and Charter's front Yeah. Charter's <laughs> <laughs> It makes a huge difference, so that's I'm going to go with that one, too. Yeah. So we were on a concert video. I forget what year. I want to say, like, 2003, Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. It was at, like, the uh, Cool House or some sort of warehouse in Toronto. All, all My Life had just came out, and mm-hmm. they had, like, the big curtain. And Dave Grohl comes out, do, 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 do. Oh, and, then, and then they dropped that curtain, and that whole fucking concert was <laughs> pushed to the front and just... That was like for me. At, it was I think it was my nineteenth birthday. I'm and going was, to. I know I'm gonna was, dig what you tell me. Yeah, I've Come been to. A, I've been to a lot of shows, right? So I did like a bunch of multi, like a, like Lollapalooza '93 was, you know, yeah, like Steve's been to a million. Tool yeah, and Beck and that's like, unbelievable. But I I would say individual. Yes. Show, you know what I mean? It's got to be like one performance. Yeah, yeah. like you can't say like I saw Tool and Beck. All right, okay. Then I, I'm going to go with uh, Radiohead OK Computer Tour wow. Centennial Hall in London. What? What? Wow. Centennial Hall. That's next level. Wow. Yeah. They also they played Call the Office. Yes, they did. Oh, what? Their picture's the in there, tour. yeah. I yes, they did. In July, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they totally did. Their picture's on the wall, yeah. yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah, I, I watched Radiohead that same Lollapalooza that I, that I saw Rage and uh, Rock on Tours, and I said, uh, these are the guys are boring. Let's go home. 
<laughs> Swear to God. You're a cunt. Yeah. And uh, and I, I, I regret that 100%. Yeah. I regret that 100%. And Tom York was working so fucking hard on stage. Like, if you listen to his music, you would never know how hard he's working up there. Like, he's yeah, he is sweating it. so hard. He's like froth coming off him. He's working his ass off. Yeah, yeah. Tina live from the basement. But the crowd sucked, eh? The oh. crowd sucked. That's why that. Well, show it's all sucked. those like you know I read people. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Like, I read books. The crowd wasn't into it. They were like, and I drove like eight hours that day to get to the show, and I was it was the end of the it was the headliner. I just Fair went enough. to rock on tours, and I yeah. had the best show ever. And I was just and like, you were burnt out. I was burnt. And out. then when they start going like, Ooh, yeah, trancey like, okay. shit. I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I feel you. But yeah. if it were just them. Just that. If I it went for been. that reason, I would have fucking enjoyed that yeah. a million times more than I did because I was just like done with it. Yeah. So I regret so that every day. The power of now less wait bands on a festival too, right? Like I've thought about that quite a bit. Is like, do you need four days of bands playing non fucking stop, <laughs> or do you need one of all like a few bands. really? Good, yeah, yeah. Not yeah, to yeah. say that they're not all good, but you can't possibly absorb. No. Four days worth of music. It's the best show you've ever I seen. I can, I can. Me? Yeah. I'll do an A and a B. I think A had to be, uh, I saw System of a Down. Ooh, um, nice. This is kind of like, I know we were talking about not other bands as well, but System of a Down, the Mars Volta opened for them. Oh, sick. Okay, yeah, I've I had never heard of the Mars the Volta Chili's. at that point. We're talking 2004. <laughs> I was still like 13 years old, right? This, this, this fucking band, these two guys come on stage, the short little fucking Mexican guys, seven other people come on behind them and they played like four tunes over the span of an hour i was like that's my new favorite it's band funny yeah, how yeah. many times people like you hear people say that about like mars volta like what it's yeah, like mars the volta. unknown fun fact yeah. queens of stone age john theodore their new drummer is yeah. so is good is that what he's from them yeah he's man. disgustingly good oh yeah dude check out some of their early <sighs> obviously really mars, i didn't know that he's from like yeah. I can't do it. I would do it if I could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's stupid. B. Maybe even A. It's kind of a toss-up. But th- I was just mentioning this earlier, but last year in May, at the end of May, I saw Wolfpack. And that Sweet. I had to... Ag- that's the most entertained I've ever been. What Jealous. was? I think. Wolfpack. Wolf- Wolf- Wolfpack. You'll, you'll, uh, Is this next a German band? You, no. No, but people did think they were German for a while, so that like p- was part of kind of the hype. Like, yeah. oh, look at this German band. Like Rammstein or something? But They're actually German, or Russian or something. Yeah, no, Rammstein's German. Okay. Yeah, but, they're shit. But these guys, man, like, I, they played for probably an hour and a half or so, and I was glued, fucking yeah. glued the whole time. Entertained. Entertained. Yeah. I can't. I don't. Yeah, I've never been that entertained. Even at the Mars Volta System of a Down show, like, I've never been that engaged in cool. live music. And like we were talking earlier, I can't remember who was saying, but like, just people were. These are some of these songs are instrumental, and people are just Sing belting along. them, belting yeah. these. The, the technical oh, they're, they're ability. They're singing that. So just the, the like their technical ability and the musicianship between them. Like, there's no. Oh, right. Ifs, ands, or buts between them. It's literally, hey, we're going to play this. Oh, yeah, you're doing that, too. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, and everybody's just funking out on the stage or in oh, the studio. Yeah, they're cool. Live. So good. Yeah. Everything's live for them. couple yeah, takes. Very true. Yeah, Wes, cool. no I'm bullshit. interested to hear what yours is, Wes. The balls. Iron Maiden. Oh, oh, Iron Maiden? Maiden? <laughs> yeah, what year? Hands down. Around. Um, 2004, maybe. Motorhead opened up for them. Motorhead opened for Iron Maiden. And, and then uh, Ronnie James Dio. <laughs> oh. 
That was the whole show. That was a badass show. And then what? Um, um, so you said that the best was who was the closer again? Sorry, Iron Maiden was. Iron closer. Maiden. Yeah. Is that the? Uh, they have the Eddie. Is yeah. that the, yeah, the big the monster? Was, it was fucking huge. It came out on... It was like, unreal, and those guys are like 100, and they were running around the stage. <laughs> six! Six, six! <laughs> is that guy gay, the lead singer, Bruce Dickinson? Is that Bruce... No. D- You're thinking of... Uh, uh, I'm Bruce Dickinson. No, Judas, Judas Priest. Judas Priest, Judas Priest. Yeah. That, yeah, the Judas that Priest guy is, gay. is gay as fuck. Yeah. yeah. Rob Halford. Rob yeah. Halford, yeah. yeah. And you never get, uh, I didn't guess it as a kid, Judas Priest, the lead singer, was gay. I knew Queen, I knew, I knew Freddie Mercury, I kind of fi- uh, figured it out. Yeah. Half their I've, songs are about coming out yeah. of the closet. <laughs> the name of the band I is want Queen. To break free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Dying of AIDS gave it away for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good closer. <laughs> we should end it with Dying of AIDS. <laughs> Anyways, we should uh, we should actually wrap this thing up. We've been going for a really long time. I really appreciate our guests coming in from Drunken Uncle. Hell yeah. Thank you very yeah. much, yeah. Costa Thank and Dylan. So awesome job. Go out and see them, guys. If you hear about people playing, you know these guys are going to put on a good show, so go out and see them. And also go see uh, uh, Crown and Lion or uh, Nocturnal Emissions when they're, when they're uh, around yeah. it because they're going to put on a good show. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Give us some feedback. <laughs> And, uh, you know how to do it. Just do it at life from the Dutch shell at gmail.com or go on any of the social media things. You'll get it done. Uh, that's it. That's it for this week. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, we'll, until next week, we will see you, NT. See you next Thursday. Guys, what are we going to play out? Are we going to play? want to just jam out instead of. Uh, yeah, let's just jam out instead of playing yeah. the theme song. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Free to join in, Nocturnal Missions. Do it again.
give it right back to you one of these days. That's how you end it. All right, stop it. Well done, fellas.